Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Women's World Cup is two days away. Wow, two days. And the reigning Ballon d'Or winner is in doubt for her team's tournament opener. Alexi Puteas was forced out of Spain training after 30 minutes. A spokesperson for the Spanish national team said the early exit was planned. Puteos returned from a torn ACL she suffered last year and did start in a pair of recent friendlies. But with or without Puteos, Spain faces Costa Rica in their World Cup opener on Friday. In other women's soccer news, Kristen Press is facing her fourth knee surgery in 13 months. The U.S. women's national team star announced the news on social media yesterday, confirming that she's facing another surgery to repair the knee injury that cost her a chance at taking part in this summer's World Cup. Press revealed how difficult her recovery has been from the torn ACL she suffered in June of 2022, saying, quote, For me, the hardest part of recovery has been that I feel misunderstood. In fact, I feel ununderstandable. I'm not anxious to get back on the field. My identity isn't lost by not playing. Most days, I don't even miss it. But that doesn't mean I don't want to get up. I don't want to get back. Hmm. Jordan? Those words, you can feel the anguish. And you're a former player that dealt with a ton of injuries. And what is that situation like when you just can't feel like you can get back no matter how hard you're trying. I think ununderstandable was a really good point that she wrote there because I had seven surgeries on my left knee, four, three ACLs. She's on her fourth surgery, not fourth ACL, fourth surgery to repair this first ACL injury. It's just grueling mentally. You're going through this battle day after day. Um, and it's hard not to get so focused on that, on your rehab, because if you're a footballer, that's what you need to do is get back. It's difficult to see this for anybody. And for Kristen Press, who was a big part in bringing Angel City, that was one of their first signings. She wants to play for that club at a place where she grew up. 
it's just sad to see her go through this time after time and at a point where she probably thinks, hey, I should be playing at the World mm -hmm. Cup, and instead here I am getting another surgery. So my heart just goes out for her. It's, it's a difficult, you know, physically it's difficult, but I think mentally is the hardest part of this injury because there's not much you can do to speed up the process. Especially at this time of the year, as you mentioned, when she's going to be sitting at home watching everybody in yeah. Australia and in New Zealand. But Jordan, I just want to give you some credit because what an amazing job you do with the ACL club and everything that you do Thank as you. an advocate for athletes and helping their mental health and, and really being a support system. Because it's it, the hardest it, part. And if I... Right. I knew it was hard and I, I figured if it's hard for me, it's gotta be hard for other people. So can we support these athletes as they're trying to get back to where they wanna go? Physically, they've got the tools, but mentally, how can we give them something? And um, yeah, it's been rewarding for me to see people get through the journey and come out on the other side a little bit better than they were before. Yeah, well, we're hoping uh, Kristen Press has a speedy recovery after this surgery and all goes well for her in the return. Uh, we've got plenty more to come here on Morning Footy after the break, US men's national team defender and Crystal Palace defender Chris Richards is gonna join us. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For a special night in Vegas, and one of the goal scorers from that final joins us now, Chris Richards. Chris, it's so good to see you. I feel like you're always smiling, but just watching you watch that back was really special for us. It must have been special for you. Yeah, no, it's definitely a, it's definitely a great moment for me. Um, you know, so it definitely brings a big smile to my face. Chris, hold up. Right before we started the segment off cam, you told us you just finished training. Yeah, I, I, just got it's it's what 109. They make you train midday summer. <laughs> that, Have you that's, seen yeah. English summer? <laughs> yeah, <it's good. laughs> it's yes. Not that <laughs> nope. That's that's intense, man. How much are they making you run? Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's not the greatest, you know, not the greatest time of day to train. But uh, you know, coming from the south, it's not too bad. Few of these guys are ready for the U.S. heat. Hey, Chris, your story has been very inspirational, and we've talked a lot before the show about the grassroots nature of U.S. soccer, and now you are an ambassador of things to come as we move forward into 2026. Take us through what's it like to be from Alabama and the state of soccer as you've seen things change in your home state. Yeah, you know, uh, Alabama isn't necessarily known for being a soccer hotbed, um, but you no, know, I was just home uh, this summer and seeing you know, the Legion, the USL team that's there and seeing just kind of the, the development of like a futsal league and things that uh, resources I didn't have growing up. It's really refreshing to see. And, um, you know, if a little state like Alabama can do it, I'm sure that the development around the country is uh, really big going into the 2026 World Cup as well. It was a big summer for you, Chris. We saw your goal, the men's national team, get back-to-back -back Nation League titles. We had Tim Ream on earlier, and he talked about the change in mentality in this U.S. men's national team, that you guys are now going out each game, going to win. It's tough to change the mentality. Do you feel the shift, and how did you guys shift it from maybe playing a little bit more defensive to saying, hey, we're going to go out there, we're the best team here, we should win this game? Yeah, I mean, I think it starts in training, you know. Um, 
we see each other's qualities uh, in training and, you know, rather than being on the back foot, we decided that it's better to play on the front foot. And, you know, we have players playing at some of the best clubs and the best leagues around the world. So why should we be afraid of other teams? Why should we, you know, I think Christian said it best in the one interview. Um, he said that we're not the underdogs. We're, you know, we're here to, to win another trophy. And so we kind of just have the mentality every game where it's, uh, you know, we have something to prove and, you know, we're not scared of anybody. And speaking of the best leagues in the world, you play in one of them in the Premier League for Crystal Palace. I mean, it was a bit of a roller coaster season for you last season, but what a finish it was. You played a massive part in it. Obviously, Roy Hodgson came in, took over the team, really responded so well. What is it like playing under him? Yeah, big Roy. You know, he brings a lot of stability to the team, to the squad. Um, you know, he's a familiar face for a lot of these guys who have been here. And, um, you know, we, we all enjoy him. Uh, clearly, he's been coaching for a long time, so he knows what he's talking about. Uh, so, you know, we take whatever uh, advice he gives us and we try to use it because um, I don't think he'd steer us wrong. Chris, right after Nations League, we spoke and I asked you that, look, you didn't play too many games this season and you had a hell of a Nations League. How did BJ Callahan help just reestablish your confidence, you know, after a season, I imagine it probably wasn't that easy to go into a Nations League, have a strong Nations League. How are you feeling now? Hey, you know, I, I never questioned my ability, but I think with BJ being there, he kind of just gave me the confidence. He was like, you know, you're our guy. You, you do what you need to do to, to get fit for these two games. But um, he's like, you know why you're here. So just, just do what you're supposed to do. And... Um, like I said, it gave me a lot of confidence because I know what qualities I bring to the team and um, I'm happy that I was able to show it. I'm happy that BJ gave, uh, gave me that kind of vote of confidence going into it that I was going to play. So the only thing I was focused on was uh, playing well those two games. Hey, Chris, we got to talk about U.S. men's national team striker. And you don't get to play against him in terms of the national team games. You guys are teammates, but there's good possibility or potential possibility that you might see him on the other side. He's the current Arsenal team striker, Fullerin Balogun. What's he like as a teammate off the field, and how do you see his impact with this national team moving forward? Yeah, you know, uh, I think you see the qualities he brings on the field, the flow off the field. He's a, he's a really chill guy. You know, um, it was his first camp with us, and so it was funny just kind of Seeing him interact with everybody, and especially in a place like Vegas, it was just kind of everybody's eyes were wide open, but especially his because he's, uh, you know, he grew up here in, in the UK. Um, but no, I mean, like I said, you see what qualities he brings on the field. You know, he's really dangerous. He's really, really versatile as well. And I think uh, for us going forward, we definitely need that type of player um, if we want to continue to, to win big games and compete against the, the best teams in the world. Chris, Nico was just asking you about some of that emotions going into the ups and downs of a season. You're just 23 years old. To be able to handle those, you mentioned earlier, too, I read an article about you saying the mental side was something that you really worked on this year. Some disappointing um, events, an injury that took you out of uh, U.S. men's national team for the World Cup. How did you deal with those, that mental side? And what were some of the things that maybe you added to your game that has really helped you develop at such a young age? Yeah, like you said, I think the, the mental side was probably the toughest part. Um, but at the end of the day, I kind of chopped it down to life goes on. Uh, like the World Cup will go on with or without me. So um, what am I going to do to get ready for the next one and get ready for the next game, you know? And um, it was just kind of setting short-term goals for myself so that uh, I could keep checking things off my box. So I made it feel like 
so made it seem like I was making progress. Um, but you know, I am only 23, and uh, not every day is easy for me, especially during uh, the part of the season where I was injured. Um, but like I said, I think setting up kind of these this checklist for me uh, was a good way to feel like I was making a step forward. Chris, now that we've spoken a couple of times, it's it's fairly palpable that you are such a nice guy. Yeah. But I know center backs <laughs> have to be nasty. And I know and I know you flipped the switch at one point. How how do you flip that switch? Because I know you ain't going out on the field with that smile on your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I'm not joking with most uh, center forwards. Uh, I don't know. I think you know once I'm on the pitch, it's you know you don't have any friends um, and you don't have any fear either, regardless of who's in front of you. So. Um, you know, like, yeah, just like I said, you don't have any friends on the field, uh, and everybody's trying to take your spot, so you should show and prove why you deserve to be on the pitch. Damn, Bruce, yeah. you don't have any <laughs> friends. That's yeah. the mentality. Uh, Chris, can we talk about Ted Lasso? Because obviously Richmond is based off Crystal Palace. I know you had a chance to meet the cast. Is that right? What was it like seeing them in real life at the club? Yeah, no, those guys are hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it was awesome to meet them. And, um, you know, me and my family watch it uh, whenever I'm back home. And, you know, it's just, it's really funny. And uh, I don't know, I think it's cool because it's it's a bit of humor uh, that they add to the, to the soccer side. But there are a lot of real things about it. So I think it makes it interesting for people who are just kind of learning about soccer or people who are already playing it. So I think they did really well with the show. Who, who would you be? You, are you going to make an appearance in the next season? <laughs> oh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I think he already has some characters yeah, yeah. in mind. Chris, last question from me. You guys are coming to the United States, like most Premier League teams, doing tours as an ambassador, as the American with this Crystal Palace team. Any first places you look forward to going to when you come to the States? I know that we're going to Chicago. I want to. I'm going to try to see if we can get people to try some deep dish pizza. Mm. Uh, I think people have been intimidated by it, but I. That's a bit, a bit like controversial. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I also like pineapple <laughs> pizza. So that's another controversial oh. take. Uh, so maybe a deep dish pineapple pizza. We'll see how that goes. Ooh, yes. I like that. I can get on board. I am yeah. a Chris Richards fan just because. For sure. It was, now that you said that, it was you, right? That on, on, on the USMNT's Instagram, you had that take. Man, that was that was <laughs> fairly controversial. Oh, yeah. But it's fire. It's fire. Uh, but not as controversial as Pulisic saying that he doesn't like sushi. sushi? Like bad. Yeah. What did he say? It was like I thought you were gonna yeah. say sushi on pizza then or something. No, really wild. Pulisic said like sushi was bad, and it's yeah. like. Nah, man. Has problems. If, yeah, so if Alexis was here, we couldn't talk about yeah. pizza without him saying, well, New York's better than Chicago, yeah. so luckily he's not here. Uh, Chris, enjoy your return uh, to the States, and best of luck this season. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Ah, uh, so nice to see uh, Chris there. Guess who else we're going to see next? Charlie and Susanna. Mm. They're in Washington, D.C., and we're going to catch up with them after the break. There they are. They're on the pitch waiting for us. We're going to be right back. Don't move. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Hey, welcome back. Here's a look at Tuesday's Futty Fix. A bunch of matches coming up for you, including uh, the one that's not really a game, the Skills Challenge on Apple TV at 7.30 Eastern. The MLS All-Stars taking on the Gunners. And for more on this, let's take you straight over to Washington, D.C., where two of the OGs are. One is right here. Nico got upset yesterday. Uh, Charlie and Susanna are there with a very special guest. But before we get to that, good to see you guys. Charlie, where's your glasses? Uh, we really enjoyed them. <laughs> Yeah, my glasses are just over there. I know you did. The glasses are fire. <laughs> uh, shout out to Nike. Always hooking me up. But um, no, the sun's not out right now, so no need for them. <laughs> We're just having a look at the glasses right now. I'm not sure if you can see it. If you miss it <laughs> That's a good screenshot. It's too small for you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> nice kit, though. Susanna didn't want any. It gives me the edge. Come on now. <laughs> Susanna, you're always looking fabulous, though. How's it going over there? <laughs> Uh, we are having so much fun in our nation's capital, and I'm I'm a little starstruck right now because I'm in the presence of greatness. Obviously, Charlie Davies, but Marco Etcheverry is an absolute legend in D.C. in MLS, and uh, it is such an honor to be at Audi Field with you. How has your your MLS All Star Week been so far? Oh, thank you for the presentation. Thank you so much. So happy in uh, D.C. The last one was 20 years ago. I was in, in the All-Star game, so so happy DC United. And the atmosphere is beautiful here, so I hope we're gonna have a good time. Oh, we're gonna have a good time. Whenever I think of Marco, Marco Atchevere, I think of greatness. Mm. That that left peg, you could <laughs> dribble anyone, score goals from anywhere. It was you, Jaime Moreno, running DC United. I was fortunate to play for DC United, and all the stories I heard about you, just iconic. What do you remember most about your time in MLS? Well, it's those titles when we played in the Champions in 96, 97, 99, or especially in 98 when we won the Inter-American Cup. Yes. So we beat Vasco da Gama on Miami, and they came, they came from Copa Libertadores winner. So. Oh, Nico Cantor is in the in the in the studio right <laughs> now. He's 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 like. Ge geeking out right now because he's so excited when you, you mentioned Copa Libertadores. Yeah, imagine we, we beat the winner of the Copa Libertadores, so we were the best team in America, all America, so we were the number one. I want to know what it's like being Marco Echeverri in D.C. Like, can you go anywhere? Do people stop you all the time? What is it like? No, not like that. No, no, now. I don't believe uh, you. We came to the stadium. The people are so nice. But I, I'm a little far from DC, like 45 minutes. You had to, because the star yeah, is I, too big. I, I'm trying to be like a little quiet. Now we're going to come back. So I want to work with uh, the under 15 and 17 with DC. Oh, wow. Yeah, Can you I, imagine, Chuck? No. I'm, I'm a 14 year old <laughs> kid, 15 year old kid, and you come and you're like, I'm your coach. I'm going to be the coach. So, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so Lucky happy. incredible. I'm so happy. So I hope so we have, in two years, the new generation of DC United. I want to help them. that. That's incredible. You've played in countless MLS All-Star games. Is there one that stands out to you? Oh, the last one was the, the best for me. So uh, I was uh, the MVP for the All-Star. Oh, oh. When were you an MVP? I yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was my last one, too. Yeah. And I, I, at that time, the commissioner Don Garrett, he invited me because I wasn't uh, on the on the lineup. But he said I want to invite Marco, so I was so happy because it was tonight with me. We we touched on it, but 
when you were coming through DC United, start of MLS, was there an American player that stood out to you that you said, wow, this, this American is, is special? Lando was started playing. He was, I think, 18 years old. We got a few practice on Bradenton and Tampa. And we saw him. Well, he was a different player. So Lennon Donovan And then he moved to out. Germany, I think. Yeah. And uh, he, he's great. You know, he's, he's the best player in the MLS. Oh, shout out to Landon Donovan. Okay. Marco, <laughs> I have to ask you, we've, I, the growth of this league, right, since the time that you played in it, and to, you know, just a few days ago, welcoming the greatest, Lionel Messi, to, to Major League Soccer. Crazy. From your perspective, how have you seen this league grow? How have you seen it evolve? Now it's going to be a lot of different. No? We got to do different the security for Messi because <laughs> the people are going to be crazy. So and I, I, when I get to the hotel last yesterday, I saw a lot of people. When we play in the town, it's really quiet. No? It's more, but now it's like the people is crazy. I love it. I love it. You know, it's different. In the atmosphere, we love it because we're going up. I, I went play to Colo Colo in Chile. All those big teams, you know, all the time is a lot of people at the airport, or other outside the hotel. So now it's, I feel different. You know? I'm so happy for that. We're in Audi Field, but it doesn't feel like RFK. Do you miss RFK? Do you miss the bouncing stands? That was crazy. You know, I, I like when the the old players said, "Where the place you went and they all, you don't like to play there." He said, "DC United." The atmosphere was, they don't pass them half field, you know, it was, uh, we were a good team, so I see the atmosphere in the RFK was crazy. It was, RFK was incredible. Okay, so we're standing on in Audi Field right now, we've got the setup for the skills Tonight. challenge around us. I mean, I feel like you would have excelled at every single one of these, <laughs> but if you had to pick one, Marco, that you were like, oh no, I'm going to boss this, which one, which one would it be? I love the crossbar. The crossbar? I like oh, it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, great, because we're going to do it. Funny. Is, is, is I like that. Happen? I like it. Are you, um, are you down to, to stick around with us for a little bit and maybe uh, take this, it's, take it's this guy on? Too many years. No, no, permanent is class. Class is permanent. I know what you got. We walked out. We walked out on this field, and I saw Marco Etcheverry, and I was like, the man has still got it. Bar none. This is going to be really, really fun to watch. Thank you so much. Thank you. No, thank you. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Guys, we are you ready for this in the studio? Do you want to see this too? Oh yeah. Take. It will, mm -hmm. Marco, gonna, you, I mean, I mean uh, Nico, are you still smiling ear to ear? <laughs> Nico, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, Charlie. I don't know if you mind giving your your uh, AirPod to Marco. I just wanted to congratulate him on on his National Hall of Fame induction from a, a couple of years ago. You got, you mind giving him he your your headphone? I wanted to say something in person so he could hear me. Induction, Nico oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I was with his daddy. So there was a. When I receive that, I say, okay, I can go and die Aww. and sleep. Uh, like, mm. I don't know how to say. Uh, it's the, the best for me, yeah. you know? Be uh, receiving that from the uh, American soccer is uh, the best for me. Well, you, you left a, a lasting Change legacy. I mean, yeah. you... You help build this league. Literally. So. literally. I, I, you know, I love MLS. I love. <laughs> I I watch every everything I can do for them. And then I'm so happy because I'm going to work now with, with DC United and try to help those kids 
these are best for me. That's what it's about, bringing legends back to the club and, and giving back to the youth. How lucky are we? Oh, we lucky. <laughs> lucky. And I'm lucky that I got to, to wear the, the DC United shirt, knowing that him and, and Jaime Moreno and Eddie Pope. And yeah, so many. They, they helped pay yeah. This club, I mean, this was the club. This yeah. was, was the seminal club in Major League Soccer, and to be standing here with this guy, and to I, I can't believe I get to watch you do your thing live and in person. This is going to be great. Y'all are I in for a treat. I was just about to say, how lucky so are we that we get to run right right yeah. 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 <laughs> by you guys next? This is a great photo as well, by the way. For you, for you at home, yeah, no I mean, can't see. I mean, the, the hair. The light is perfect, Poppy. The light is just glorious right now. No sunglasses needed, you know? I love it. Okay, stay with us. After the break we're going to see this competition let's see how good charlie davis still is what's the chances he gets a 10 in the corner i'm not sure i have so much faith we'll see though we'll be right back stay with us on may 23rd i want to go back to normal what's normal the paramount plus original series evil returns we've already hunted werewolves demons and now what a baby antichrist <laughs> Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus. So the Women's World Cup is now only two days away. It all kicks off from Australia and from New Zealand. Uh, the United States are the favourites to win the whole competition. But let's just take a look at the favourites uh, for Group G in the group that we're going to preview. Uh, Sweden are the favourites, followed by Italy at plus 400, then Argentina and South Africa. Do you agree with these, first of all, Jenny, that the favourites to advance from the group? I do. I do. Um, it's interesting, though, because Italy... Well, I guess we'll talk to them. We'll talk about them a little bit more when we get there. Um, but those are definitely the two that I would see getting out of the group. I know Nico might have something to say about that. Um, but Sweden, for sure, without a doubt. When we talk about Sweden, I mean, they're always very close to making it. They're, they were third place in the 2019 World Cup. They were runners-up in the 2021 Olympics. I mean, they're always so close. And they have all of those quality players that can make a difference at all times. Uh, I know Nico has a favorite on Sweden. I mean... Sweden is clearly the top dog. Fridolina Rolfo has been top Incredible. for Barcelona. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and they're, they're the team to beat. I think they can get through this group unscathed. Yeah, I think Blackstinius is such a good target player for them. We saw her do it at Arsenal. She has the goal-scoring pedigree that they're going to need, but she also gives them a target that then those players can go beyond her. Rolfo, but also Aslani has been with the national team for so long, and this could be her last World Cup. I, she just gives them speed and beyond that if they play the ball long to a player like Blackstinius, that they're going to have the real good control that Sweden loves to have. This is a team who wants the ball. They want to play through the lines. And I think it's going to be a really good-looking good football from the Swedish team. How far do you see them going, though? Because like you said, Jenny, it feels like they're always the bridesmaid. They're never the bride. They always get so far. Mm. This is a group that's got so much experience. I think over five players have 100 caps or more just going into this, all of which are starters as well. Do you see them advancing yeah. quite far? You know what? It's interesting because after the group stage, which we can definitely see them getting out of the group stage, they would either face USA or Netherlands in the last 16. So mm. that then becomes difficult for them um, there. 
But, you know, we talked about, Poppy, um, the top, the front line and the, the middle, but Magdalena Eriksson in the back line for Sweden cannot be forgotten. That is someone who's done so well for Chelsea. So I feel like when we talk about all three of those lines, like they have everything they need to be successful, whether or not they face the USA or Netherlands in those 16 is the question. It's that championship mentality that can we win when everything's on the line, when thing, things are stacked up against us, if that is their route where they play the US or Netherlands. Well, those haven't been really good games for them in history. I think it's going to come down to mentality and can they those last 10, 15 minutes when they need a goal, who's going to come up with a big goal? Mm -hmm. uh, Italy, on the other hand, uh, we saw an iconic photo for them in the national team and, and really what the future is and how far this Italian team has come. I mean, look at that. Oh, it, it's special, that isn't it? It gave me goosebumps when I, when I first saw it. It feels like they're in a big transitional period, uh -huh. though. The Euros was really disappointing for them. What turnaround are you expecting for this team, Jenny? Well, yes, so they're, they were looking for their 2019 World Cup run to be more successful. So they made it to the quarterfinals, eventually lost to the Netherlands. But like you mentioned, those Euro runs, they eventually lost. Um, Group stage exit they, at they, the Euros. And, yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. So they that was win a game. Yeah. Just that, one point, I, mean, I think, they finished yep. with. From, from, the they went the from rebirth the at, the, at the World Cup yeah. to just... Complete, the complete disappointment. Well, one of the things that you know is very interesting about the Italy specifically is that their team, or sorry, their league became fully professional last year. So when you think about that, I know that you know when we talk about Argentina and South Africa and those countries, that also comes into play whether or not this is a fully professional team, how much time they can mm -hmm. put into what they're doing, put into playing, and a lot of these people had other jobs, had other things going on until last year. So with that in mind. Um, that, that goes into their performances. And there's many players on this team that we, we know about from Roma and Juventus mm -hmm. specifically. And look how far Roma got in the Roma Champions League. Fantastic. 17 of the 23 players are on either of those teams. My favorite player, player to watch is Cristina Girelli, number 10 for Juventus. Uh, she played 35 matches for them, 22 goals, eight assists in all competitions. I mean, number 10, she, she knows how to play, she knows what to do for that Italian team. And I'm totally yeah. a player to watch for her. I know there's a lot of drama within that national team. Within, with them leading off. Yeah, often. I think there's a lot of drama within a lot of these national teams right now, whether it's due to who's made it, who didn't make it, who had injuries, how they're getting replaced. I think that's a really good shout with um, Girelli there. But Giuliano, a central midfielder, she can play a little bit deeper. She can advance and play almost as an 8-10 role as well. I think she's going to be a player that they're going to have to rely on. If she's going to be the ball-progressing midfielder that she can be, this is a squad that is going to want to play through her. But if she gets clogged up, how does Italy advance the ball? What is their next option? Those are going to be the big questions for them in this World Cup. Okay. Can we talk about a team with no drama <laughs> no, and a team that, I, that time, might, might be dark horse of this group? I think if there's ever a time for Argentina to pick up a good result against an Italian team that's been a little bit iffy, it's In now. That first game. I, I don't think it'll be against mm -hmm. Sweden. I don't think Argentina's yeah. strong mm -hmm. enough. Look, you got to get wins against Italy. you got to get wins against South Africa if you're Argentina. Germán Portanova, what he's done, I think from that drama, there's been drama, there's been tension between some of the players in the national team, especially Estefania Banini, mm -hmm. who left the national team, a former Washington spirit, and is now back, one of the leaders of this group. I, I think... It's now or, or never for, for Argentina. They've never gotten out of the group stage, mm -hmm. and this is going to be the fourth performance at the World Cup. And I'm looking at somebody like Shamila Rodriguez that plays for Palmeiras now mm -hmm. in Brazil, but played for so many years for Boca, and she was 
killing it at, at Boca. Took Boca to a Copa Libertadores finals, you know, all, all the league titles that she won with Boca. Uh, that, that's, you know, I don't even need to mention that. She is going to be Argentina's killer, one of the killers in the box. So I, I really hope she gets stuff done so funny enough. So do they enough. get out of the group, Nico? I think they do. I think they got what it takes at to be Italy. At the expense of who? Of Italy. 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 Okay. For one sure. of the biggest things is that because Argentina's men just won the World Cup, the, the manager was saying, like, our expectations, our goals um, for this World Cup is very different than the men's. Like, make sure that people are for not sure. holding to them, yeah, the holding them to the, that expectation. The discrepancy is massive, and you look at the league, it's only semi-professional. I know it's yeah. more organized now, but not everybody yeah. has contracts. It's funny enough, in Argentina, they say profesionalismo, but they're not yeah. there yet. Yeah. It's not professionalism. We've got to talk about South Africa, though, real quick before we get out of this, because this is a squad that needs to have yes. some love yes. as well. They've gone through a, a big battle. But a player to watch there is Tembi Katlana. She plays in NWSL for Racing Louisville. This is Talk about a thrilling player. She gets on the ball and all eyes are on her. She wants to go 1v1. She has speed. She's just a little over a year out of an Achilles injury, and it does not mm. look like she missed a step. They're going to rely on her as a goal scorer, but you're going to be able to watch her at the World Cup for South Africa. Be and so then, excited. And then continue to watch here, her here on CBS in yeah. NWSL for this Racing Louisville squad, who um, is really f a really fun group to watch. So uh, Katlana is going to be a player to circle, watch for South Africa. You know what, same player I've circled um, because we've talked about her on Morning Footy a few times when she when she plays for Louisville and the things that she does. Just your eye directly magnetizes towards the kind of player that she is. So I'm excited mm -hmm. for South Africa. But like I mentioned earlier, one of the big points is um, the professionalism throughout these different teams is different yeah. throughout all of these countries. When we talk about South Africa, they are still semi-pro. So their domestic league is a lot of these women still have other jobs and then they go to practice. So. With that in mind, it's unimaginable, really, isn't no. it? It's unfortunate that you that it's the reality, but right. it, let's see what South Africa can do. It's a tough group, isn't it, with um, Sweden and Italy in there as well. Okay. Let's go! It's the most all-star-studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All Stars, new season now streaming on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. Moving over to men's soccer and the Saudi Pro League. They have stockpiled an impressive collection of big-name talent this summer. Their latest target transfer is Riyad Mahrez. According to multiple reports, Al-Ali has had a $24 million bid rejected by Manchester City, but the Saudi club is determined to sign the Algerian star and have made a new $39 million offer. One player who isn't heading to the Saudi league, at least not yet, is Juan Cuadrado. The Colombian winger said goodbye to Juventus after eight seasons and is set to join Inter Milan on a free transfer. Cuadrado is set to undergo a medical on Wednesday to complete his move, helping give Inter some depth on the wing. Juventus replaced him with U.S. men's national team winger Tim Weah. That is all the news for now. Back to you, Poppy. Jenny, thank you so much. How interesting will that be for Inter, by the way, if Romelu Lukaku goes to Juventus now, Cuadrado switching teams as well. What a great derby Crazy. that will set up to be. Mm. That's all we've got time for, though. Uh, after the skills challenge, we're looking forward to it tonight. The MLS All-Stars yeah. skills. Yeah, go MLS. Watching. Go MLS, go All-Stars. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning, though, for more morning footy. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll see you then. Bye. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. 
reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.